Welcome to Tab Sports, episode number two. Remember, we are Tab Sports, not to be confused with the Dr. Pepper knockoff. Tab. <laughs> Tab. <laughs> so, we are without Tharp today. He said, uh, I got kids, man. And, uh, okay, we had to take him at that. So, yeah, sure. he's taking care of his kids. Dude's got babies. Uh, we want to uh, broadcast this live on YouTube. We film or we record these episodes Correct. on Wednesdays, uh, but we want to get that first filmed episode, you know, with all three of us, so you can get the A plus product, not the B team, which is just me and Alec. And well, the D team is Alec and Tharp, and the F team is just Tharp. Yeah, Tharp is just, <laughs> and by F we mean like it won't go on. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get a lot of in depth NBA talk. And that you else. don't really care about. Yeah. And that's about it. He'll talk about the Kings contracts for like <laughs> 45 minutes. Today we're talking Kings. Sacramento <laughs> Kings. We're the future home of Ben Simmons. Future home of Ben Simmons? No way. Yes. Shoot him there. Ben, give me, give wait, me you forgot. Ben give me Simmons and Tyrese nah, stays. <laughs> no, you'll get I'll it. latch onto him myself like a koala bear. But the problem is, is Rich Paul won't allow... Those players to go to a Western Conference team. It'll all go to the Eastern Conference. Because he's got the Lakers. He's got the Lakers all pinned up. He needs up. to he be calling win. Portland right now. Daryl Morey needs to be no, calling Portland. Portland and say, Ben Simmons. Portland came out and said that they're building a run game. Nah. And Chauncey Billups lied through his teeth in that press conference. Because <laughs> he hates Damian Lillard. It's I, clear. No, watch, watch like uh, the Magic come up with something for Ben Simmons. Oh, yeah. And it'll probably be fucking... Maybe you'll get Markel yeah, Fultz Yeah, I was going to say. Fultz will be like... Fultz and Suggs. There you go. Trying to come back. <laughs> <laughs> now look who's crawling back. <laughs> you want to you mess with my shoulder again? <laughs> be like, get away from me, you and your cocked elbow. Look, he had a good year last year. He looks like Quasimodo. He's not. Uh, he's definitely not living up to the draft pick, but he was. I mean, he was Ben okay. Simmons and Marco Fultz are like the reason the Sixers are in absolute tailspin right now. Well, that's true, because that's it's two failed number, number one, one overall picks. picks. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. And great, I won't call Ben Simmons a failure because he still does put up good numbers. He still produces, but he can't shoot. I mean, he's you gonna, can't you 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 can't be a number one or number two option if you can't shoot. Well, he shoots with the wrong hand. That's just clear. Like, you think he's right-handed? Yeah, I do. I think he shoots with the wrong hand. <laughs> I think. How, well, how can you just say that? Uh, no, Ben Simmons, you're wrong. You're not supposed to be shooting left-handed. His entire college career, at LSU, one season, they were trying to get him to shoot with the other hand, and he's like, "Nope, I'm too good in transition." Why would he? But you know what he is good at? Posting videos of himself in high school. Training, training threes. He, hey, dude. Po- he posts them now. Get out He's of in here. the pros. Draining threes, man. What Get I out. Like five, six in a row? I can't wait for him to go to the Lakers. Get away from me. He, they can't, Lakers cannot get Ben Simmons. Shoot him out of a cannon. Unless they decide to flip Russell Westbrook, which I not going publicly to. say it here. Rich I said Paul. it on Twitter early today. <laughs> I will buy... Ben Simmons ticket. Pick a city. I'll buy your plane ticket. Pick. Pick one. I don't care. You I'll can't afford a private plane ticket. Well, he's going to fly coach because that's <laughs> how he plays in the playoffs. <laughs> if he wants to fly first class or even business class, I'm going to need you to dunk in a playoff game. Nope. Can't do it. 
So You're then so you don't f- want him out of Philly so bad. I do want him. I do. But if it's only worth a couple hundred bucks to you, I mean, if you're not if you're not willing to splurge for at least first class, hey, let alone private games, they you need, need to, to get a, you, no, you need to get that private jet. I'll call. I've looked Rich it up. Paul. It's ten thousand dollars an hour. Sold. <laughs> a flight. What's down an to hour? Florida what's a, like what's thirty thousand? What's an hour flight time out of Philadelphia? <laughs> <laughs> I'll look at DC. Done. <laughs> He's New York. Nope. 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 <laughs> he's 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 going to Washington. Him and Bradley Beal. I'll take Hurt. John that might Wall. be a pretty good. John Wall's in Houston. Oh yeah, that's right. You gotta I get uh, Spencer uh, Dinwiddie. Yeah, that there would be sick. That's not bad. Give me Bradley Beal. Hey, Bradley Beal. You hate Washington. Would tight. Philly have to throw in picks to get Bradley Beal? Mm, probably. How many first round picks do you think it would take? Probably one. Come on. Just one? I think, it, well, all right. Simmons, Maxi, uh, and a first. Uh, remove Maxi. He stays. <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that. He stays. Ben Simmons and a first would not get you Bradley Beal. But it Teams were least... offering, like, multiple, multiple, multiple first-round picks for Bradley Beal, and the Wizards were like, nah. Yeah, but the Wizards are also And even dumb. Bradley Beal says he doesn't want to go. Yeah, but he's stupid. <laughs> he tries every year at the Olympics and All Star Games to get people to try and come to Washington. Do go to Washington. You could play with me, and everyone's like, ah, "No, dude." No, because who wants to go to DC? Yeah, exactly. It's terrible. Even Kevin Kevin Grant's from DC. I was like, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> like he's like, "I'm good." I don't know, dude. He's gonna end up like in fucking. I think he could be a king. I really do. I would love that. That would make me so happy. But again... If we just shot him out of a cannon. There was... There I would was, take, like, uh, Buddy Heel. There was a report that you sent me yeah. that said, Rich Paul wants... If Ben Simmons is leaving, Tyrese Maxey, his other client, is leaving too. I don't I don't think that's feasible. Because why, why, what would behoove him? It doesn't matter. It, you, your agent can say whatever you want. It doesn't make it doesn't make the deal any better. We're not we're not subservient to Rich Paul. Yeah, but if Rich, but Rich Paul can can like, he's under contract for four more years. Yeah, so Rich Paul can just say to Ben Simmons, "Hey, just stick around," and if you stick around in Philly for a little bit longer, they'll eventually get sick of you and Ben too. Both of them. I would shoot him out of a cannon, and I hope it lands in Sacramento because I want his career to go poorly. For and it, and who are you going to get from Sacramento? I would take Buddy Heald or De'Aaron Fox. And De'Aaron's well, you're not going to get De'Aaron Fox. Why? He's been bad. He hasn't been great. What? He's been good. What have they done with De'Aaron Fox? Okay, well, first of all, the Kings have always been just in just yeah. disarray. So I mean, the Kings suck no matter time. what. They had Mike Bibby and Brad Miller. They still couldn't win a championship. Oh, come on, dude. That was a good team. Pejaz Pe- Stoyakovich. Stoyakovich and Chris Webber. Yeah. That was yeah. a sick team. Uh, Greatest show on court. Yeah, so, um, I just want to off the team. I have to wake up this morning and look on Twitter, and everyone's like, I don't want to be here no more. My name's Ben Simmons, and I'm mad. <laughs> Dude, nobody likes you. Get out of the city. 
And then they had to send Joel Embiid out there to do damage control. Yeah, because Joel Embiid came out and was like, look, I got nothing wrong with like Ben Simmons. We're cool. I enjoy playing with him. And then I got to listen to And then Ben idiots. Simmons is like, eh, I want out. Got to listen to idiots like Chris Broussard. The, the relationship has been fractured for years. Dude, given your track record, I would say they're like best friends. <laughs> like if you're telling me that they hate each other, then I know for a fact. It's untrue. And Kendrick Perkins is like, oh, no, no. Oh, no. I went, I went out of with you the, the other LeBron day. LeBron told me that the Lakers don't want Ben Simmons. Shut I the can, fuck I up. I cannot stand Kendrick Perkins. Yeah, he's an asshole. And his hand. Have you seen his hand? I don't even care about His him. ring finger, like, bends past his pinky. It's disgusting. He's disgusting. <laughs> Trim your beard. You're on TV. <laughs> also, come up with good points. People are upset about Max Kellerman having a job. I'm mad at Kendrick Perkins because he's on TV. He's just he, like, I can understand Shaq better than I can understand Kendrick Perkins. It's not even an understanding thing. It's the points that they have. Well, he doesn't say anything. It's yeah, just it's it's, dumb. it's nothing. He, he just says a bunch of words, but it doesn't mean anything. I don't like him. I don't like the situation. This is not how the process was supposed to go. The process, I so. The whole thing with the process is that it's supposed to win you multiple championships because you have so many first-round picks. But the issue with the Sixers process was that you have you have you have bad picks. I mean, you you picked Nerlens Noel as as the first pick of this process, and he was just a defensive center. Who couldn't really score, so he was out of there. They traded him away. Then you get Joel Embiid, who was injured for the first two years of his contract, which, in in hindsight, it helps get better draft picks for the next couple years. But then you pick Ben Simmons, and Ben Simmons can't shoot, so it's like, okay, well, we can use him as a distributor, but he can't be the number two guy. And then you pick Markel Fultz, who again you thought who could shoot, who really just couldn't shoot. Like, literally something went wrong in his noggin and he just couldn't shoot. I just don't understand how the Celtics tricked us that bad. I'll never understand that. He could have Jason Tatum. And, could have And, and you would have Tatum. Jason Tatum instead of Tobias Harris. Yep. And and that'd be a lot that'd be a lot better looking because Jason Tatum would be your number two guy and Ben Simmons wouldn't be so relied on for the I just hate for the offense. so much. But, alright, well that's some off-season talk. I just hate him, Brian. <laughs> I just never... I don't like him. He's gonna get... He'll come back to Philly and have like an 8, 10, and 9 game and be like, I told... Never forget what I did for the city. And I'll be like, dude, fuck you. You couldn't... You were so butthurt about not being able to shoot you wouldn't dunk in a playoff game, you bitch. <laughs> fucking sick of him. All right, so let's talk about a real trade that happened. Uh, we're gonna rag on the Chicago Bulls a little bit more. See, we were, we were right on point. We're cutting edge. And unfortunately, we don't have enough viewers to prove that we're cutting edge. <laughs> but we were ragging on the Bulls for oh, yeah, not having sure. enough shooters. And what do they do a couple days after we were talking Literally about like four it? four days after. They trade away, their pro, I guess, their premier three-point shooter. Yeah. They traded away Lori Markkinen. And, and let me pull up. R.I.P. Yeah, which I don't get this. So it was a three-team trade. Uh, Lori Marketing was getting sent to the Cleveland Cavali- yeah. Cavaliers. Dead zone. As part of a sign-in trade. Might as well be a cemetery. 
I'll, I'll hit on them in a minute. Let me finish this trade. So Cavaliers are sending Larry Nance Jr. to the Portland Trailblazers. Good for Larry. <laughs> and a 2023 second-round draft pick to the – oh, which is the Nuggets. So now the Chicago Bulls get a second-round draft pick and Portland forward Derek Jones Jr. and a lottery-protected 2022 first-round pick. So the Bulls get – a first-round pick, a yep. protected first, a second, and Derek Jones Jr., who i got to pull up stats on him. Yeah, I don't I really do. know him very well. Um, and then you have the Cleveland Cavalier, Cavaliers. Why can't I say that? Because um, you're done. They get Lori Marketing and... Oh, that's the kid from UNLV. Yeah, oh. um, and then... Portland gets Larry Dance Jr. So starting I mean, with, starting with Portland getting Larry Dance Jr. It's pretty good. And trading away Derrick Jones Jr. It's good depth. I mean, it's just another guard into their guard of your rotation. Or yeah, yes, it's true. I think I think that's a good pick. Yeah, I, I think he's a good. He's know, cheap too. Yeah, when he was on the Lakers with LeBron, he looked pretty capable of handling that kind of third, fourth person. Yeah, I think he's a good like. He'll probably play like seventeen to like twenty four yeah. minutes per game, and that's not bad. I mean, he's not a terrible player. He was playing a lot, a lot at, for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Well, yeah, because but I mean, they have nobody. Else. But I mean, he's still he's. It's not like he's bad, right? So I I think that was a good pickup for him. Another good kind of I don't know score. Um, I can't I can't say too much about yeah, Cleveland. So right. now Cleveland. What are they doing? I don't think they know. Because they traded for Jarrett Allen, yep. who's a really good young center who Correct. can produce points and rebounds and defense. Then they draft Evan Mobley, who can essentially Mobley. do all those yeah, things. Yeah, I was going to say, Mobley does the exact same thing. Though. Maybe a little bit better on offense. I think it's hard. It's they're kind of in that they're in the like the worst spot to be basketball wise where they've lost out on the lottery a few times you know what I mean well after getting lucky twice yeah, in a row for sure after getting hugely lucky but I don't know if they're just so bad and the problem they still have love which is also tough right so yeah so they have Jared Allen I think they're basically just in the point of like listen we're gonna have to eat some some contracts that overlap some players that overlap to get out from, not necessarily to get out from Love's contract, but to get where a place where we can start to be a little more flexible basketball wise. But no one wants to go there. But they, but then why would they? Why would they do the sign and trade with Markman? They signed him to a four year deal. They signed Jared Allen to I think it was a four year deal. I don't it know. was a three or four year deal. Because Markman was what power forward, shooting guard. He's a power forward. Yeah. So he is he going to start over Kevin Love? Or is Kevin Love going to start? No, I would say Mark and probably play. So Kevin, I don't think Kevin, Kevin Love. Love comes I don't think Kevin Love is going to play for the team. You think he's going to get bought out? Yeah, I would assume so. Because I think he still has two more years on his contract. But after they did the trade for Mark and it wouldn't make a lot of sense for them to keep both of those guys. Like, well, it doesn't make sense for them to trade for Mark. Well, their whole I mean, roster like, doesn't make sense. Yeah, like you're you have Jared Allen and Evan Mobley who are already going to be sharing minutes, and now you add in another tall center who can shoot threes like yes that's good you want those kind of players but 
now you're having too many of them where you're going to be throwing out. Are you going to play all three at once? True. People said the same thing about the Knicks, though, last year, too. Too many power forwards, too many centers. But I, it's a different situation completely. I'm not comparing them. I'm just saying. Yeah, but they – so uh, so I guess who's going to be the dominant one? Because clearly <coughs> Julius Randle came up and he right. started yeah, putting yeah. up 20 and 10. Right, exactly. So That's true. who's going to be the dominant one? Are you saying Markkanen is? Because he showed that he can't be the dominant offense. I don't know. I think – For Chicago. It's hard because I could see – I could see them wanting to play Love early so they could trade him, try and trade him. But then I could also see them just buying him out and letting him go somewhere and latch on with another team and saying, listen, like, Markkinen's going to play. That's why we traded for him. Because Markkinen's only, what, 26? 24. 24. There you go. So he's he's young. So, yeah, I mean, Kevin Love know, says just... he doesn't want to get bought out, though. But it doesn't make sense for him not to get bought out. Kevin, you don't. I like. I know that he has a ring in Cleveland, and like he's been really good for the organization, and everyone talks really highly of him. But like career-wise, it doesn't make a lot of sense for you. So he's, he's going to be what? He'll be thirty. He's Thirty-three this yeah, year. Yeah, so he'll be thirty-five by the time he's out of that contract. Thirty-five will be his first free agent year. That's he still crazy. has this year and next year on his contract. So we'll just latch on with the Lakers. He'll be the perfect age. So they're gonna. <laughs> So they're going to buy out two years of his contract. I mean, I think that would make the most sense for Cleveland. They're going to buy out two years of his contract, play Markman, and hopefully he meshes well with their number three overall draft pick. Correct. And the guy they just signed to a four-year deal. (laughs) Yes. I think that's... That doesn't make sense to me. They're, but, but the they're whole, looking. They're looking like the Orlando Magic. But they're the just whole way ro- too center. Heavy. The whole roster doesn't make sense. I think that makes the most for for them to clear out the roster. I think it makes the most sense if you looked at it and said, "Okay, we need to get Kevin Love out of here." I wouldn't have traded for Markkinen, especially if we threw in picks too. You know what I'm saying? Like it just doesn't. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't get, get that. it. Four years, sixty-seven million. So that's, I don't know. Maybe they look at him as the guy that can they can develop with a younger core. Maybe I mean Love's thirty three. It's not you know what I'm saying. But I, I just, get the center thing. I, I don't, just don't, I don't understand have an because why? Like they have Jared Allen who's twenty three, Martinin twenty four, right. Evan Mobley twenty. Right. So okay, that makes sense. And then you have um, Okoro who's twenty. You have you have a young core. You know, with Sexton, 22, I but like they want to get rid like of him. Yeah, they Darius Garland, 21. But, like, none of these players mesh well. I think you, they're just trying to figure it out. I think that's why they're bringing in young pieces. Because, like, they they showed last year, and they wanted to trade Colin Sexton because they were like, all right, Sexton and Garland, they can't survive. No. But we're going to keep them both. Yeah, but I don't we're gonna know We're going to get a great was... deal with, with Jared Allen. True. Love it, but then we're going to draft Evan Mobley. I don't, I don't know, dude. It's hard to speak for what they're doing. Plus, plus, even if they tried to trade Sexton, I don't think they would have got a ton for him. No, but you trade Sexton and then you draft Suggs. I do. Too. Well, like, I well, what are you doing? And then you draft if you draft Jalen Suggs, yeah. at number three, right? Then you could still trade for Markinen, and True. then you're like, okay, right, you got rid of a point guard. Mm-hmm. You brought in another one to hopefully mesh better with Garland. 
you got a power forward, you got a center. Here's yeah, our here's your five. twenty-four and under core. Yeah, I mean, I could I could buy that, but that's not what they did. No, they just double. I can't, I'm not going to address the center situation because I don't have an answer for why they would do it. So I can only speculate and say they're trying to find a mold or a mix that works, and they haven't found it yet. That would be the only thing. And, I, and they're just shooting darts at a dartboard at this point. Because what's the matter? They're garbage. They're going to be garbage for at least another five years. Well, that's true. I, You know, I just... I love Jared Allen. I think he's such no, a great too. player. I think he's such a good center. He can step out, shoot a three. I think he's great. He's like the but, perfect modern-day NBA center. Yeah, and I wanted the Pistons to go after him, but he was a restricted free agent, yeah. so, he, so he stuck around Cleveland. But, like... You just the Nets fucked up his his uh, uh, career. Well, I mean that was happening anyway. Well, but you could you could have kept him on the Nets and not brought in DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, but you couldn't get Kevin Durant then. Why not? Kevin Durant they, wasn't going to the Nets because DeAndre Jordan was there. No, but no. that was part of the deal. No, it wasn't. He, DeAndre friends. Jordan. They're like best friends. No, he they was there pack, because hey, Kevin Durant was there. Package deal. No. Package no, deal. I don't believe it. I Kevin disagree. Durant went there. DeAndre Jordan went the year after because Kevin Durant sat out a year. I think that he was like, y'all don't get DeAndre Jordan. I'm about to not how? He signed a multi-year contract. They didn't sign the same year? Are you sure? Yes. DeAndre Jordan was on the Clippers the first year because Kevin Durant had to sit out a whole year because of his Achilles. Mm. And they're like, you know what? We're going to give more minutes to DeAndre Jordan instead of Jared Allen because DeAndre Jordan is worse. I don't know. <laughs> because they got to keep KD happy. The veteran. Got to get the veteran presence. He sucks. I mean, they gave meaningful minutes to fucking Blake Griffin, so... <laughs> I, I I just don't get what the Cavaliers are doing, and, and I mean, figure out the Kevin Love situation too, because they're going to spend a pretty penny. Dude, they're a dumpster there. fire. I I don't know what their rotation is going to look like, but it's going to look bad, and they're going to be bad. I mean, they're going to be garbage again for the better part of a decade. So what's the matter? I think they're just throwing darts at their birds and seeing what sticks. And if that's, I mean, that's that's all it is. Alright, so now we're looking at Chicago Bulls. The Bulls. Who, in this trade, they picked up Derrick Jones Jr. You want to know what his stats were for last year? Tell me. 6.8 points per game, 3.5 total rebounds, and .8 assists. Pretty. He shot 65% from the free throw line and 31% from three. And 48% from the floor. What the hell? Yeah, that's crazy. What is, like, why are they getting rid of all of their shooters? They don't want them. We're not going to shoot. We're, not, we're going back to the Tom Thibodeau. We ain't shooting no threes. <laughs> no threes get shot on this team. I, like, I, I'm, I'm trying to go through their roster to figure out, all right, who's scoring them points? I don't know. Zach Levine, okay. There's 20 points. Vucevic, okay, we'll give you another 20 points. I mean... It's just a really odd roster. Kobe White, 15 points. I still think they're going to be like a six seed. Don't you think? No! You don't think so? I think they're going to be like 10 or 11. No, they're not going to be that bad. 
Like, I know yeah. that I know that Patrick Williams was uh, their Pretty number decent. four overall pick from last year. Pretty decent. And right, so they may be trying to get him more, more minutes. But like Jesus Christ, who's going to be shooting threes? Some teams don't value the three ball though. But that's that's who wins in the NBA. I'm I, Brian. I'm not here to defend the Bulls. I'm just telling you probably what they're thinking. How, I don't know. How can you? Uh, how I can have you, no idea. How can a, a modern NBA team just be like only twos? Hey, mid range baby, bread and butter. This is where we live. It's not going to work. Back of 15 feet from the rim. The Milwaukee Bucks had to play a battered down Suns team. Yeah. For Giannis to essentially. And and to be honest, like Chris Middleton was the one who really helped them win the series by True. shooting threes. I, listen, I get it. I understand. I, I mean, again, I can't speak for the bull or the Bulls. Let's go, Bulls. My voice is going something fierce right now. Um,. Like Zach Levine. Yeah, it's just 40%. bad. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm just going to have to, like, roll through the roster. You got Alonzo Ball, 38%. He's dropping hella threes this year, dude. Jack that up to 41. Alex Caruso, 40%. Serviceable. But guess what? He scored six points per game, so he shoots three twos or three threes a game. I mean... Dude, I just don't, don't. I just don't understand what the Caruso. Bulls are doing. And we were ragging on them for not having enough shooting last week, and now they trade away one of their shooters. I get it. I, I, help me understand this, man. Right. I, I can't help you understand something because I don't even understand it myself. I don't get. <laughs> I don't get why they would make those moves. I don't. I have no idea. It makes no sense to me. It's it's a clunk. It's a clunker. It's a clunky roster. Like, I, I want to see what the rotation is going to be. What does your rotation even look like? You know I, what I'm saying? I mean, the starting the starting five is going to be Lonzo, yep. Zach Levine. Yep. Uh, I guess Derek Jones Jr. is going to be the third Probably. guy. I mean, oh, no, DeMar DeRozan. Oh, yeah, that's true. So DeRozan's going to be three. Then maybe Patrick Williams at four and Vucevic at five. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I feel bad Demar went there. I mean, he's gonna be so consistent too. It's gonna make me feel bad. Demar Derozan's always been just really he consistent. He doesn't shoot threes though. That's not his game. Twenty-five percent. Yeah. Take, he takes it to the hole. Take three steps in, and then you're good. Yeah. So I mean, like I, I just don't get this, and I don't understand why why teams like the Bulls, like the Magic, and now like Cleveland are just like you know what we're not going to focus on shooting. I don't know. Do they have? Did they not see the Golden State Warriors win three championships? I mean, even just the even just the modern NBA is it's the yeah. three and D basically. If if you're a center that can't shoot a three a, a three pointer, you don't have a place. Yeah, your backup center. Yep, that's that's what it is. Unless you are truly yes. dominant. Yeah, so I was gonna like, say uber uber athletic. Which like name one dominant center that can't shoot threes in the modern NBA? Exactly. No one like like even Andre Drummond, who as much angst as I have about him, started shooting three pointers. Yeah, I get it. 
Now he's on the Sixers. Oh, yeah, that's right. He is. And chaps me so wrong. <laughs> I really don't like him. <laughs> him, and, him and Ben Simmons can have a three-point contest. Really? Maybe they can go drive off the, <laughs> the fucking bridge to Jersey and then do me a favor. That would be great. No, you need all those rebounds. We're going to Rutgers to practice our you three need all those. You need all those rebounds from, from Andre Drummond. No, we Get don't. the rebounds, kick it out to Embiid shooting the threes. He's only there so Joel can take 15 games off, be ready for the playoffs, still get hurt in the playoffs. <laughs> Andre Drummond gets the rebound, takes two dribble, dribbles outside of the key to a slashing Ben Simmons, <laughs> bounce pass Ben Simmons, layup, gets blocked. I literally want to die. Nope, Ben Simmons doesn't even shoot. No, he, just, say, he turns around say, and looks for the pet. Cuts out of the key <laughs> to the top for a waiting Joel Embiid to shoot a three <laughs> because those three can play all on the same time together. That makes a lot of sense. It does. I like it. I like that rotation. It makes me sick to my stomach to think about those three on the same team. The fact I mean, that if, if, if Embiid and Andre Drummond are on the court at the same time, you need to fire whoever your head coach is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. So at, right. at, at one point, they will probably be on the same court. No, that's actually not true. Uh, he did fine with the rotation this year. Uh, he, Andre Drummond and Embiid should be on the court at the same time because that's just going to that's gonna slow everything up. Brian, you're, not, you're still not getting it. Ben Simmons needs to be off the team. <laughs> he doesn't need to be there. And shame on Daryl Morey. For wasting the whole summer, last summer. They should have just traded him. They should have said, listen, we're trying to get James Harden. That would be... You'd have a championship if you got James Harden. Yeah. Well, maybe. Because Harden, it depends on how... He's still uh, not playing D. No, he's still not. (laughs) He's still not, and he's still fat. He needs to lose some weight. He's not that fat. He's fat. fat. (laughs) Look at him when he first got to Houston. And then look at He's it. also much younger. And that was before he had all that money for strip clubs. Okay, you look at you look at any other player like Kevin Durant just put on muscle. There's no fat compared to when Kevin Durant walked into the league. I mean, but he was also never he was like weirdly skinny. He's built like a scarecrow. Look at Kevin Love. Kevin Love looked like a potato when he got drafted. <laughs> That's true. Just saying, man, lose some lose some weight. Listen, I'm just saying, Daryl had his opportunity. Now we have a a guy who makes $35 million per season and can't shoot the basketball. He cannot. Yep, that's what I'm saying. Can't. You said he can't. Can't (laughs) shoot the basketball. I mean, I think he's a good player. And you gotta keep now we're back to Benson. Yeah, I know. <laughs> full circle. And the time is um, a flat circle meme. Insert it right here. Full circle NBA topic. We never disappoint. We hate Ben Simmons <laughs> on this podcast. We're an anti-Ben Simmons podcast. Alright, here we go. Last topic of the first half of our podcast. There was a High school football. Oh, we're game. talking about this now. <laughs> yeah. High school football game that was, was broadcasted on ESPN. Yeah. So ESPN does like Friday Saturday games, uh, like with like the super high school academies where they have like all their players are like four or five stars. Yeah. 
they're IMG all going, is, the, yeah. is like the main powerhouse. Yeah, it's one of the powerhouse. But they're like people moved to that place in Florida so they could go there. It's it's purely a football factory if you want to yeah. go to like a top tier college. Yeah. It's like it's it is a powerhouse. There's a couple other ones in Texas, also through Florida. Um but they're all going to Division One schools. Yeah, so these powerhouse teams play each other to showcase the five-star yeah, players. They, they do a Canton Classic every year where the best high school teams in the country do like a round-robin type right. tournament. So somehow, this team called Bishop Sycamore... <laughs> this is a great like, story. No one knows how they did it. So this, this head coach slash athletic director, whatever coach, must have... Like witchcraft. I don't even think he's, he's got to be the best that. salesman no, I've, I've ever heard of. I think that ESPN, well, ESPN said that they do, uh, they hire an outside company called Paragon yeah. to find teams to sign up for this. And, and, they, and Paragon also has a third party that they use. Right, correct. So it's just disseminated down so much. And this team had already played ING like last year. Yeah. So it's something that's. Of course. Because they're not a real team, so this, so ESPN doesn't do any sort of back like fact checking. Like you could just do a quick Google search of the school name and find that it's not real. Yeah, like Bishop Sycamore and, doesn't exist. And they right. So there's this high school playing this national powerhouse <laughs> is a fake high school. Yes, they don't exist. No, you can do a Google search and see easily they don't exist. Their mailing address was a local like. Library. Library. And then there was a P.O. box, and yeah. it was attached to, like, a condo facility. Yeah, some random duplex. So this team is, this Bishop Sycamore team is, is located in Columbus. And apparently in Columbus, this guy, I don't remember his last name, I know his first name is Ricky something. Roy Johnson. Roy Johnson, there you go. Um, is, like, a known quantity for doing this, and he's set up, like, multiple fake schools for people. Um, yeah, he set up. So there was one called Christians of Faith. Christians of Faith. Which then sounds the like, same thing happened. Sounds like a Christian rock album. The same thing happened as his current one, Bishop Sycamore. Now Christians of Faith actually came up to Michigan, where this where we're broadcasting from, and played local high schools, Brother Rice and oh, Catholic yeah, that's Central, right. and they beat one of the teams. They beat Brother Rice. Terrific. So like. He's been doing this multiple times, yeah. and and the reason, like, the reason the big thing was, the reason this is a big thing is not only is this high school fake, but these players aren't even in high school. Some of them, some of them aren't in high school or even of high school age. Right. There, there are players on his team that are nineteen or twenty years old. Easily. And Some of them have gotten busted playing. So they're one of their quarterbacks is like twenty four. Yeah, and would like get into fake quarterback camps using fake documents, like from bench warmers. Like I, it just says I am twelve. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's such. It deserves a thirty for thirty so bad. And like the, it's the perfect story. And like every single day that. Every single day since that game, just more and more stuff has come oh, yeah. up. Like this coach has an arrest warrant for domestic violence out <laughs> against him. They they interviewed one of the ex players, and the player was saying just like this almost horror story yeah. of what they had to go through of like 
we didn't have a place. Like, the high school doesn't have a campus. Yeah, so it doesn't exist. They were also, living in a hotel. Right. The guy was paying with fake, bounced checks. Fake checks. Yeah, like, I'm just not going to pay these bills. Right, of course. There, there were people saying that they were, this guy was going to equipment salesmen, buying helmets, jerseys, pads, not paying them. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. So like it also it's also bad for the kids that signed up for the supposed school and then aren't going to school. Like you can't do that. They have one class. <laughs> sure. They have one class at the end of October. Weightlifting after their <laughs> season. No, is it held in a library? Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's also that's terrible. And and the I, I mean the funny thing to me is all these kids. Well, I won't say all of them, but a lot of these kids are out of high school, not high school age, not even in high school, and. They get smoked yeah, by this course. IMG team. I mean, those like fifty-eight. One of the best teams in the country. Like that just goes to show, like really, all those people that are like, oh, like, you know, I, I could beat these people yeah, in football. Course. Like, oh, they're not that good. Like, no, they're that good. It's just a wild story. So just like, imagine the cognitive dissonance that you're like, oh, dude, we don't even have. I don't go to school. We don't have a school. We don't have a real team. We have to steal from grocery steal. stores to yeah, eat. Exactly. Because our head coach slash, slash athletic director doesn't have any money. It feels like someone's going to jail, and it feels like it's right. Well, he should go to jail. He's definitely I, going I to mean, jail. At, at the very least, he should be going to jail for not paying bills. For sure. Right? And then he should be going to jail for, I, I don't know, is it illegal to start a fake high school? I mean, I don't know. Aren't aren't kids supposed like legally supposed to be in school up until like seventeen or eighteen? Something yes, like that? true. But also like they so they last year they were registered as like an actual high school in Ohio. This year they're actually not on that registry, so they're not listed as a school that like people could attend to. Obviously, that's still happening because um, they're out playing. It's. I mean, credit to the get. I, I get why a kid would be like, "No, I still want to play football. I'm going to join this fake team, or at least I can go play." I get. I can understand that, but I also you need to realize that if you're like 25, just join like a club team or something. Like you can find other avenues to play. And I feel bad for these kids that are traveling the country, getting smoked city, and they're going to play like seven other games here like, soon. Dude, if you're in your 20s. And you're playing on a high school team and getting smoked. Guess what? Your football dream is not going to come true. You're not allowed. I mean, for two reasons. One, you're just not that good. And two, as even if, even if, let's say Bishop Sycamore was as good as IMG, and they put up a game and it was 28-21, people are looking at these guys like, we want to recruit you. We've never heard of you. Come on and play for our team. Let's see your documents. How are you 24? You can't even play in college. Any, any, like, the thing about it is, and the funny thing, too, is ESPN was like, good, we'll put them on national televised game. It literally, all it takes is a Google search. The only thing that pulled up was, like, a message board Yeah. about the team. None of the players' profiles were up there. They gave ESPN the wrong name. They're like, oh, we don't even have a 54 on our roster yeah, sheet. Uh, yeah, a dude got injured during the game, number 54, and they're like, we don't know who this is. Darn. Who is this guy? Is it's, he even on their roster? What well, he wasn't. It feels like a a bad Netflix movie. This is just a straight like this is just straight up con. It is a con. It deserves someone needs to do 
a deep dive into this story, like from start to finish. I want to see a thirty for thirty. Yes, one hundred percent. And I want to see. Uh, I it, wanna, it could be a Netflix I want a made for TV movie. I, I want a movie. I want a movie too. I think it'd be incredible. It's just a why. Like everyone, it's blowing up like on Twitter, on social media. I've seen memes about it. Like Bishop Sick War starting coach, like new head coach, just Kanye West. <laughs> Good well, th- well, that picture that's going around is from Big Sean's music video. Ah, yeah, that's right. Because they did, he did a music video. I can't, I, I can't remember which one it was. Probably Heart of a Champion. No, I think it was I Don't Fuck With You. Oh, okay. I think that's what it was. Or I Don't Give a Fuck, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever one, whatever song that was. I think that's what it was. But, yeah, you see pictures all the time. And, like, more and more information is coming out yeah. about this this thing every single day and it's just like it all comes back to how in the hell did this get on ESPN no one's doing their job or 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 they're I don't even know if it's that it's that they're assuming everyone else is doing their job and then they're like we're ESPN like we can do whatever we want yeah. like we don't have to check this who would lie to ESPN it's, yeah. it's just crazy because those kids have like games scheduled and I, my assumption would be like I don't even know if it's illegal is it illegal for 18 like people that are not uh, above the age of like 18 to play high school kids I don't know it feels it, like it, it should, could be because it, it, could, like be, it, it could be labeled as assault because they're straight up hitting minors I get it. these kids are these kids are 17 or younger playing on this. And, and I mean, it's funny because again, these seventeen-year-olds are rocking yeah. these these late teens to twenties, and it's but it, it it's really legally the other way around. Like I like that they went with the full. They always do the Christian names. Like I'm not oh, Catholic, yeah. but there isn't. There's I don't think there's a Bishop Sycamore. There is not. Sycamore's a tree. <laughs> Nah, we need something that sounds. We need something that sounds. Saints or bishops. We need something that sounds Catholic. Bishop. Okay, good start. <laughs> what are we looking at? What are we looking like? Sycamore trees. Bishop Sycamore. Bang. I mean, the the realest part. Uh, the funny thing is, is the realest part about the story is the name of the school. It sounds so legitimate. It does sound very good. Like it's a good con. And they've been doing it for a while. Like this team's been around for a couple of years. Yeah, and they've played these high power teams. And I think last last year they had like a total points against of two hundred and twenty four, yeah. and point four was like twenty. It's crazy. Like they they couldn't score at all because they're not good. I just don't understand like what's the motivation for him though. Like, it does he make money off of it in some fashion? Like I don't I don't get it. So, you know what I mean. The whole idea was supposed to be with Christians of faith. I don't know if it's the same thing for Bishop Sycamore, but I, I read up on Christians of faith that a church was funding him. Oh. So a church right. was giving him money to then build this school, and they uh, he had <laughs> concept drawings for for this, and I saw the concept drawings. They had a whole like YouTube video of how this campus would look, and. They were like, all right, build this school, and we want this to be a powerhouse, you know, the, the IMG of the Midwest. Right. But all based around, you know, the Christian faith. Right. And it was like, good, sold. Makes sense. I just, I just don't, I don't know, I just can't put my, like, my head in that space to be like, man, we're deep in being, 
Like, you know how much time and effort, like, all the time and effort that you put into fake shit, you probably could have got something done. Yeah. It's just crazy. But the fact, it's funny because they, all, they get blown out. And it's right. like a ridiculous, like, reverse bench warmer situation. because well, he's trying, how can you go up to players and say, like, five-star recruits and say, hey, we're the IMG of the Midwest, come on and play for us. Okay, what's your record? Oh, oh, oh and six. I don't think it matters. I don't think those teams care. I think all that take. Let, let me see a, your campus. Oh well, we don't have one, but here's some concept drawing. I think the I think the idea for the other teams is like, hey, we'll come to you. It's you know, I think they're ta- they're taking the hard part out of it for teams. There's no travel for them. They're coming down and playing these big name teams. They're always on the road because obviously they don't have a home field. Right. So it's just like, it's just crazy. I, it's I, very. It's a wild story. So. Uh, it came out today. I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw this. I was completely baffled by this tweet. Mm. Head coach of Bishop Sycamore gets fired. Why don't I follow him on Twitter? Well, no, that was reported. Right, right. By, I know. That was, that was a report by Bleacher Report. Yeah, yeah. That this head coach got fired. My confusion. Oh right, how do you get fired from a job that doesn't exist? Right. Who fired him? Exactly. <laughs> who, who fired him? So who's above him to say, "Hey, you're fired"? So as I'm doing more and more research, right, the assistant coach fired him is the athletic director. Oh, right, right. I so, heard that the the other assistant coach, um, him and then like switch roles occasionally. Yeah. He's the AD. No, he's the head coach. No, he's the AD. He's the head coach. <laughs> so the head coach right, right. who was doing all the recruiting then got fired by the assistant coach who was the athletic director. Mutiny. <laughs> all at this fake I'm high ru- school. I'm running this fake high school <laughs> Hey, now. me and you are in on this fake high school. You're fired. What? You're fired. <laughs> I'm captain now. <laughs> no, you're fired. You go take it. Yeah. No. All right, we're going to become Sycamore That's and you guys are Bishop. Bishop, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they just the going to change the name. I, I just don't I this whole story is amazing and I want I want I want this to be like a comedy. It would be it's like it's like it's like longest yard mixed with bench warmers. Adam Sandler needs to do this movie. He's probably already <laughs> he's probably already secured the rights to this story. Well someone's got to. A hundred percent I mean you're not gonna cast Adam Sandler as the head coach. Why not? Because the head coach is black, and you can't do that. You don't think Adam Sandler could do blackface? (laughs) No, I cannot. (laughs) As much pull as that man has, I don't think he could. He's got like a 35 movie deal with Netflix. (laughs) You don't think. Here's who's in this movie Shaq. (laughs) Adam Sandler. You know who he looks like? David Spade. You know who he looks like? He looks like. The head coach, Roy Johnson, looks like. I don't know if you've ever seen the show, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Oh, he does. He looks like the gay guy. Yeah. I, can, I don't. Let me look up his name real quick, because he really does. Oh, that would be a great casting. Uh, it, it would be, it's such an, it's an Adam Sandler movie, though, right? It's literally just benchwarmers, but they get their asses kicked. There's no moral lessons. You're just making a fake high school. His name is Titus Burgess. So for those Titus of, Burgess. So for those of that you who, who don't know too. who Roy Johnson is, look up Titus Burgess. I mean, it, or look up Bishop Sycamore and get a look. And you can do side by side. 
But yeah, he, he, he does look like him. It's a broken lizard production, dude. It's the perfect Adam Sandler movie. I don't want to see Adam I, Sandler no, is want, on the phone right now. He'll probably play the quarterback. I want like I want like Jordan Peele to do this one. <laughs> <laughs> Just a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, it's gonna be like one of their the key appeal skits where it's gonna, it's gonna be yes. a comedy throughout the whole yes. thing. And then, like, at the Dance very end, he goes to jail and just gets brutally murdered and slaughtered. <laughs> it would. It's, but it's so, but that's the thing about it. Like, it's ready-made for someone to be like, uh, how are we not doing this as a movie? You don't need to write anything out. It's, it's written. Exactly. You just, you go up to this guy and you go, hey, I'm buying the rights. How much you want? I Clearly, this dude's about money and conning people. So, if someone comes up to him with the red dollar amount, he's taking it. Yeah, and then and then someone just needs to run with it. <laughs> they just need to say you just go to Paramount, go to literally any streaming any, service, and be like, "Listen, this is the series we're doing. Here's a series. Here's a, a three, I think it has three, to be, four parts. I think series. it has to be. There has to be a movie, but there also has to be a documentary. There yeah. had there has to be investigative, like deep, deep investigative reporting into this, right? Yeah, you got to get real. It's you, a, we it's have a, to get a really serious one of like, how the fuck did this guy do yeah. this? And then you got a, a comedy of just like, how did he do this? Yeah, I can't. I can't remember the the woman reporter's name. Um, she was on. I think she was on Bleacher Report, but it found. I saw it through Twitter, and she's like the head football writer for high school in like the Columbus area, and was just like, oh, well. If anyone uh, this was going to happen to, it's going to be that uh, Russ named Roy Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. He's a well-known quantity. Everyone's either like, I've never heard of this person before, or absolutely exactly could have saw exactly, <laughs> exactly who this fucking guy is. It's just a crazy story. Like Honestly, it's how do so you, crazy. How do you, for two years, have high schoolers playing against this team, and like no one goes up to their coach and is like, Hey, this dude's got like a full, a full beard. beard. This guy's twenty five. <laughs> Legit me. Didn't this guy fake his way into a quarterback game in Florida? Oh, that's the same guy. Yeah, nah, we're all right with that. Yeah, I, I just don't like. That's what I'm saying. It's this because, guy's like a master. Because con people man. just default to truth. Like people just want to be like, like that's a default reaction to be like. Obviously, we wouldn't be playing this team if they weren't legitimate. No one fakes a high school. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things that's so far out of left field that you almost, like, it's, that's why it's such a great story because it's literally unbelievable. Like, if I were to tell you, like, dude, some team, it's fake. They don't even have a school. It's playing the best teams in the high school year in and year out. And on national TV. And they're on ESPN. National. This wasn't a local game. This was national TV. Televised for everybody. ESPN. Middle of the game, they're like, we don't even know where this guy's from. Yeah. The announcers are like, hey, we we tried doing research, and we don't know who these people are. We don't know the players on the team. We can't find anything on this school. Uh, this is really dangerous. Yeah, These kids might get really, really hurt. Because they're playing <laughs> four- and five-star athletes that are all going to big college programs. And they are, That's they are projected are to go to the NFL. Right. It's like, the biggest, baddest guys. Come on. It's just a wild story. It, it is. And we, like you said, we when need I that first heard investigative it, 30 for 30. We need a deep 30 for 30. And we need a Netflix movie. 100%. Or it has to be done. It has to be done. 
four part miniseries I'd be happy with, but like let's let's get it going. I would love to see if that guy would talk to us. We could probably get him on the pod. Honestly. <laughs> I'd be like, alright, tell me. Let's I don't think we story. got that much pull. But we could ask. We could if we find this guy. I'm gonna tell you what. We're gonna try and get this guy on the podcast, hundred percent. We're gonna I try? Would, I think we'll try. Okay. It can't be that hard. Unless he goes to prison, then I'm out. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, we could technically call him from prison. I mean, why not? Yeah, but then you let's let's get the rights. You got to pay. Hey. <laughs> let's get the rights. Well, I will tell your story. If you own the rights to a story, can you then sell those rights a second time? Oh, yeah, why not? Then we got to con this guy out of his rights. I'm sure movies, movie scripts get sold and bought all over the place. I don't think that it's like... Oh, it's been sold one time. You just need to trick him into signing a release for him. Yeah, because he's not gonna read it. He's making fake high schools. Yeah, if we're the only people that have the rights or have the release forms, then everyone has to come to us for the story. Short sell Netflix. Hey, boom. Yeah. Well, uh, easy flip. Put the checks in the mail. And then this will be a higher production podcast. Direct deposit that shit. Boom. Right, right into my bank. But I want a writer's credit. Nope, nope. Producer. <laughs> Executive. Producer. <laughs> Executive producer. I, I want, want my name first. First. <laughs> and I want a minor role, non-speaking. I don't even have to say a word. Nope. But I want that featured extra. 100%. Maybe first scene in the movie. I'm just like, boom. <laughs> Why is this team so bad? <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to be. I want to be a player on one of the teams. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yes, definitely. <laughs> God damn, that'd be amazing. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and then when we come back, it is all NFL in the second half. So get ready. And we're back from the break. Break over. All right, so we are talking all NFL today. Is September first the final cut day cut for the day. NF- NFL teams to get down to the mandatory fifty-three rosters have to be in by player rosters? Four o'clock. It's four o'clock. Something like that. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it's six thirty right now. And so. everybody who got cut got cut. So yeah. killer. So uh, we're not going to go through everyone that got cut because obviously that's they a lot of players forever and most people don't give a fuck about those players yeah because most of them are all garbage and going to be well let's not say garbage let's not be mean okay. some of them are practice squad guys some of them are getting stashed and some of them will be some working them, 9 to 5 jobs some of them are on LinkedIn right now <laughs> it happens so what we wanted to do though was hit on any big surprises that were cut Biggest name. We're going to focus on one name. The biggest name. You want to focus on one name. I, I think mean, there might be a couple more that we mentioned. But, nope. Uh, <laughs> all right, who's the biggest cut? Cam Slam. I don't know if this is a good name. Cam Newton. Cut by the Pats. Soon to be the starting quarterback for Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah, Cam got cut. Patriots are going with the rookie quarterback for the first time since Tom Brady. Um, it's kind of wild that Cam's cut. Granted, he was pretty ass last season. I think he had five throwing passes after like week four in the NFL. And he had COVID. His body just looked a mess. Um, still was good on his legs though. You know, He had like 600 I mean, treated, plus yard rushing. They treated him like a running back. Yep, well, I mean, because he couldn't the, throw the football. The 600 yards was on, like, four or five yards per carry. Like, it wasn't anything like... I agree. 
I'm just saying. He couldn't throw the football. Granted, if you looked at him at pass camp this year, he does have good velocity on the ball. Not great. Again, it's good velocity for Cam Newton. He's not very accurate. You have to run a very specific scheme for Cam if you want to have him on him. Mac Jones obviously gave them the ability to do things that they wanted to do. Uh, he looked really great in camp. Plus, he's vaccinated. Obviously, Bill Belichick said that. Yes, he is. Um, Cam Newton's not vaccinated. I said Mac Jones. Oh, I'm Mac sorry. Jones is vaccinated. Mac Jones is vaccinated. Cam Newton is okay. not vaccinated, which Bill Belichick said didn't have anything to do with the decision, but you're putting your team in a lot of risk if you're not going to play because of the COVID protocols for the NFL. So it may have played a determining factor, but... I don't think that Cam is worse than 32 other quarterbacks in this league. He's not 32 out of 32. Right. Right. Granted, you've got to run a scheme specific for him. Are there a lot of teams that run that type of scheme? No. Right. And we talked about, uh, last week we talked about the the COVID vaccine because Kirk Cousins wasn't vaccinated. Correct. And, and, you know, you have the information out there, do what you will. Do whatever. The fact is, if you can't be available for your team, then your team is now at a disadvantage. Correct. And and if you contract COVID, then your team has to forfeit. Right. Unfortunately. Right. I mean, look, if, if Cam Newton gets COVID again, which he's already got twice, the whole quarterback... Well, one was like a weird... It wasn't that he got COVID, but he did break the team's protocols, which means he couldn't play because he had to sit out for like five, six days. Right. But let's say he... Let's say... Uh, he does get COVID, then possibly your whole quarterback room is yep. now compromised, has to sit out, and then you're doing what the Broncos did last year of starting wide receiver as your quarterback. Yeah, it's just a tricky situation, uh, and obviously it's who's ever choice. I don't really care one way or another. Right, and Bill Belichick um, came out and was like, hey, no, there's nothing uh, yep. nothing to do with the vaccine. It was purely just we didn't need him. It's just a tough situation to put a team in, and... Matt obviously played better. I think it was yeah. pretty apparent through most of the times that we saw Matt play. And it, it's an easy... Honestly, it shouldn't have been that shocking to people because Cam only would get like two drives per preseason game. Generally, that's not what your starter gets unless he's fully established. But even like the dress rehearsal game, Mac was getting the first team reps. He's looked very good. Yeah. Um, it, it's, he really did. I just don't know if he latches on to a team. Like, if he wanted to go be an analyst, he could do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. But he. he but, but like you said about what, what you said about scheme is yep. that you don't want to have one quarterback with one scheme and another quarterback Correct. with another scheme. You want to have your backup have the same yeah. and run the same scheme as your starter. So if Cam Newton is going to be this run first quarterback, mm-hmm. who's going to be you know, putting the ball on the ground every single time or handing it off. Who's very inaccurate throwing the football. Right, and then you have Mac Jones, who's more accurate and is going to be a pocket passer. Yeah. Then everyone else on offense has to learn two different offenses. Yep. So you just have one scheme, and they, you know, obviously Bill Belichick will prefer the pocket passer because he had Tom Brady. Sure. So let's have That's the an pocket easier passer. Thing. Well, he wants to run the football a bunch, too. It's an easier yeah. thing. If you have a, a quarterback that can make... Uh, play action throws and work the ball downfield and in tighter windows because he's more accurate. It makes more sense for the things that they want to do. Right. Plus, I mean, Cam got a nice little payday. He got like three point five million that they have to pay him. That's fine. But I just don't see him latching on to a team. The only teams that come to mind for me okay. are could be the Cowboys. 
Could be the Ravens. Maybe the Colts. I got one more for you. Mm. Philly. We're good. <laughs> we got Gardner Minshew. We're fine. <laughs> and Jalen Hurts and Joe Flacco. We're good. But if, if Jalen Hurts <sighs> is going to be your starter, Cam Newton. <sighs> we got Gardner Minshew. Cam Newton is just like Jalen Hurts. Inaccurate thrower. How dare you. And, and I want to allow this on the pod. We'll edit this out. <laughs> we'll edit it out. No one Since I edited it, I might only nah, have this. It's just this. <laughs> it's, just it's just me. It's just a repeat of a slandering Jalen Hurts. Fuck you. QB1, dude. QB1. I mean, um, you said Colts? Colts, yeah. Why the Colts? Because they're both two of their three quarterbacks are out. So you want to add in another one that might get COVID? I'm just saying. Wentz, is already, Wentz has COVID. Eason is hurt. I, I don't remember the other guy's name because he's third string. I don't so. think Cam Newton fits into that scheme. But I'm with you on... Uh, I'm on, just saying on, from a talent Baltimore. perspective, he would be probably the better quarterback on that team. Baltimore, Cowboys, maybe... I don't know how much he's gonna affect the Cowboys. Dak, Dak has to come back, you know. Yeah, I mean he's got. I mean Dak's shoulder could still be bad. We haven't seen him yeah. play in a couple of weeks. And, and I'm just saying those are the teams that make like if you put it on paper, you'd be like, okay, that would make sense. I know. I just I don't know if someone picks him up though. Raiders. Ugh. Just to say, fuck it. <laughs> I don't know. Houston. Uh, maybe Houston would be. Fine. I, mean, I don't. I don't at this think point, Cam would want to go to Houston. And I don't necessarily think that at this point in his career, he could beat out Tyron Taylor. I don't know if that would happen. And that's not a knock on him. I'm just saying, his body has never been the same since he stopped eating meat. And um, it's just the way he plays takes a toll on his body. I think his body's broken. Well, I think so. I think these are his rushing stats: uh, 137 attempts. For 592 yards last year. How many touchdowns? Uh, 12 touchdowns. Eh. Pretty That's 4.3 yards per carry. And he fumbled it six times. 4.3 is not awful in the NFL, but for a quarterback who's only got, what's his passing statistics? Passing, he, he went. What did he have? To 10 touchdowns? 8 touchdowns. Okay. 10 interceptions. Yeah, that's not going to hack it, dog. 7.2 yards per throw. That's. Awful. Which is. It's got to be. <laughs> that's like top five for him. I was going to say. It's... He's got, he's got. let's see, eight, eight and 7.8 were his first two years in the league. What was his MVP league, year? Which, what was that, 15? 15. 7.8. 35 touchdowns, 10 that's interceptions. That's crazy when you lay it out on paper. But it was, but then he goes 132 attempts for 636. 4.8 yards per carry. How many touchdowns? 10 touchdowns. And his MVP year? That's 2015. I think that... I'll double check which year he won that. Yeah, for sure. MVP year. Yeah, 2015. So, yeah, 2015, he goes 35 passing touchdowns, 10 rushing touchdowns. Yeah. 10 interceptions. And then you compare it to last year where he goes... Eight touchdowns, ten interceptions, twelve touchdowns on the ground. So ten years basically since he got drafted, and now he's he has no team. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yep. Ten seasons. And now he's What how old is he? Thirty two? Thirty one. Well, he's probably thirty two. 
So yeah, I, I don't know if he finds another team that's gonna be it's gonna be weird. I wouldn't be surprised if he sits back and kind of just lets a team come to him. I don't know if he's going know, to dude. I don't know if he's the type of guy that's gonna want to take a year off. I'm not saying take a year off, but there's bound to be some injuries. There's bound to be some COVID that if you can just, you know, let's... Just try and latch on. Right. Let's, I, I let's think say Derek for Carr goes out for the year. Hey, here's Cam Newton. All right, come aboard. Let's get you going. I don't... I you just... Know? I think it would be hard for him. I think he needs to be on a roster. I think it only helps him if he's on a roster. I, you know, I, I, I didn't really think about the Texans, but the Texans honestly made a lot of sense. But I don't know if you would want to go to the Texans because they're. Not I mean, that if you're good. cut, you're cut. You're not on a team. Who gives a fuck about good? Get on a roster. That would be my only thing. I mean, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think the worst thing from him would be. I'm with you. If 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 his top priority is starter, Houston probably makes the most sense because Deshaun Watson not playing. Uh, right. So that's out. So he only has to be out Tyron Taylor. He could go to Washington. I, I, I don't know. I, He's I don't not going back to Ron Rivera. It's true, but at least he knows he would know the schemes. That's fair. I I just I don't know if he finds another team, which is sad because I think he. But it it all depends on what he wants, right? If he's saying I'm a starter, right? I don't think he finds another team. But if he's like, okay, I'm a I'm a backup with the possibility of starting. So. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't necessarily think that they. This is this is my take on it, and I know we're going long on Cam Newton, but it is the no, one of the most, no, if not the most notable cut. Well, it's the so most I, I cut. researched most notable cuts of twenty twenty one. Cam Newton number one. Yeah, of course. Michael Jordan, yeah. not the same Michael Jordan, nope. but he was a guard for the Bengals. For now sure. the only reason that's curious, yeah, he is was because like a first round pick for them, right? Second round pick. Well, I don't know about that. I'm more worried about the fact that Joe Burrow got injured last year, and their whole lot, they didn't do anything. Well, their whole line's still terrible. So they just cut a, a, He's a, their whole line. Well, so like, imagine how bad that guy was. Jesus Christ! And then Brashad Perriman from the Lions. So, all right, here's I'll say one more thing about Cam Newton too. Okay. I don't think, and then we can talk about Brashad Perriman. I think that situation is hilarious. Um, imagine. That you're a guy who's won an MVP, you've been to a Super Bowl. That was five years ago. Yeah. Six years ago now. Whatever. And your career's taken such a decline that you got cut. I don't think he got cut. I think he said, they said, Cam, you're not the starter. What do you want to do? You want to be a backup? Because from all indications, they really liked having him on the team. Yeah. He was a good locker room guy. People really enjoyed him. But I think he said... I want to be a starter. Yep, I got to get released. Exactly. I think that's what really. He still happened. got paid. Yeah, I mean, and, and getting cut and released, it's the same thing essentially. It's just different privilege, but I think that's more likely what happened. Yeah. Now, if we move on to Brashad Perriman, that, take pull up the the Lions wide receivers that are on the roster. I just want everybody to realize how garbage you have to be. And you have to be garbage. Like, uh, it's it's no secret because they have really bad wide receivers. They have really no wide receivers, to Yeah, be that's what I'm saying. So they have – let me read them off to you. Go ahead. 
Tyrell Williams. Okay. Who's already listed as questionable to start the season. Bad. Quintez Cephas. Okay. Bad. Kaderil Hodge. Bad. Don't even know who that is. Exactly. Khalif Raymond. Bad. They just traded for him. Trinity Benson. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Had right. a good preseason. From, from Denver. Actually, he's... The things that I've heard out of Denver is that he's pretty good. The, right. There were a lot of people that thought he was going to make Denver's roster, yep. but they do have a lot of good wide receivers there, and he was just the odd man out. Okay. Now, granted, he was on the practice squad for two years in a row. For sure. Well, he's definitely So what, what is he actually going to do? Just to, But just imagine this. So you give a guy two Hold million. Hold on, I'm not done. Right, two, more, two more, two more, two more. Amon Ross St. Brown, which was a draft pick yep. this year, and Tom Kennedy. One of the coolest names in football history. Amon Ra. Sounds like fucking something from Thundercats. <laughs> Mom Ra, dude. Um, but just imagine paying a guy guaranteed $2 million and cutting him. You have to be so ass in camp. Or they just were like, we're going to suck so much ass. Pop on somewhere else. I mean, he signed with the Bears literally the next day. Yeah. And he had, he had 30 plus catches last year with the Jets. So it's like. You know, but that's not terrible. But again, the Jets had zero wide receivers. Hundred percent. I think he was their. I think he was their leading. I'm just saying the ridiculous of guaranteeing a two million dollar contract and then cutting a guy when you have no wide receivers is funny, unless he was just hot poo poo in camp. Right. I don't know. I just think I, I I I'm with you. I don't understand. Why? Like you, you're signing him to be a veteran wide receiver. You know yeah. that he's not, he's not Julio Jones. Like you know, you're not going to get crazy production out of him. So like, what's two million on a team that's not going to be good? Hundred percent. So still, it, it it raises some eyeball or some eyebrows, but like, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's, what does it really do? Like again, there's no millions, wide receivers, yeah, and you cut a, a, a just a basic wide receiver. It just is weird that they signed him this year. That's true. I get it. You know, it's better than last year where they signed, I don't even remember his name, they signed a D lineman and then cut him the very next day. Right. Right. That's true. That's a good point. But, I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, ha-ha Clinton Dix, who's not good. Ha-ha. <laughs> Uh, Trevor Simeon, I mean Jake Fromm and, and Davis Webb, like all unnotables. Travis Fulgham, he's on the practice. Your your leading wide receiver from last year. Yeah, but everything, every, he had a terrible camp. Desmond Trufant, Trufant, who was on the Lions last year and sucked. Yeah, but he was also he's also ancient. So uh, he's thirty. But yeah, I mean there there wasn't like a whole bunch of high high profile names. Cam Newton. Well, that's why we talk so much about Cam. Yeah, Cam Newton clearly was the biggest one. You know your team who's cutting who. I mean, it's pretty easy to tell who's making the roster. The real interesting thing is to look at who makes your practice squads. Um, right, because you can cut someone and then immediately. And yeah, as long as they the clear waivers, squad. you can sign them on the practice squad, which a lot of teams do. But I don't know. The Cam Newton thing was obviously the most notable news of the day. So right, something to. So, yeah, something to watch. All right. So, moving on to the AFC predictions. Before we want to before we deep dive into that, let me make sure did we have anything else that we wanted to talk about? Um, I don't think so. No. Okay. NFL. AFC predictions. So, clearly Tharp isn't here. It's just me and Alex, so we'll have to get Tharp's at a later point. 
But um, let's see. We want to get all of the AFC predictions. So starting in the um, AFC North. Yep. Okay. Love it. So we've got. Excuse me. No, you're good, dude. Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals, Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers. Cleveland Browns easily. Cleveland Browns easily. I think you're I think, just not even like taking the the Ravens. Nope. I think the Ravens are when you have one of those big injuries to J, like J.K. Dobbins to start your season. I think it only goes worse. I think it's just a bad omen for the season. And yeah, it's pretty much how I feel. So let's see. Last year, last year, yeah, the Steelers won. Yeah, for sure. Twelve and four. They went, but they also went ten games in a row and then lost the last four. I'm pretty sure. The last six. Six. Excuse me. Right. No, they had. Uh, I'm pretty sure they lost. Maybe they went twelve and then lost the last four games. Well, no, it says on here though the streak was uh, lost one, so they might have. Put me on the spot. Sorry. I don't dude. have this. I don't have this in front of me. Just look up Steelers record. You, look it up. Look it up. I'm doing other stuff. All right. Sorry. All right. <sighs> okay. So I, I, the Browns easily. De- Browns were 11 and 5 last year. I threw you off. <laughs> you did. You, you did. I'm all just flustered. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm flustered. All right. Browns. Yep. Easily. Why do you think easily? Best defense, best offense. I mean, do you think that they're going to be like Super Bowl best defense, best offense? I think they just could, in this division. I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl. I don't see why they couldn't. I think they'll win plus 10, game, 10 games plus. Easy. I think the Ravens, when you start off a season like that, it's just a bad omen. We still need to see more from Lamar. The Browns have got nothing but better. They hammer the ball with Nick Chubb. Their defense is really good. Steelers, they have a great offense. They have a lot of weapons. They have Najee Harris. They have a couple good tight ends. Their receiving core is solid. But Ben Roethlisberger is still your quarterback. I, yeah, I don't trust I don't trust Big Ben at all. No, neither do I. I don't care what anybody says. He came back on less money. They're giving it one more ride. I think it's the Browns to take. But, what about the Bengals? Uh, I don't think we need to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> They were four and eleven and one last year. They I would the say same or better. that they will probably win at max six to seven games. So they'll be a little bit better if Burrow is alive. Okay, okay. And uh, I'll fuck, take it. Why I'll can't take I think it. of? I just blanked on their wide receiver that just drafted his name. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase learns how to catch football. That's true. He has not looked good in the very bad preseason. preseason. But. Whatever. You know what? Preseason. You also didn't play all of last year for college. So, yeah. you know, it's a tough transition. Yeah. Okay. So, you got the Browns winning the division. I don't even think it's a question. I also am saying the Browns. I don't think it's going to be easy. I mean, it was Steelers 12 and 4, Ravens 11 and 5, Browns 11. Good division. And five. It's a, I'm not it saying is. it's a bad division. I'm just saying I think the Ravens take a step back slightly. Obviously, injuries ruin your season. It's tough to come back from that. I think it puts you in a bad mind space. And then I think the Steelers will be good, but I think so. I think generally 
something I just don't I don't have a lot of confidence in Ben Roethlisberger at this point in his career I really don't I know their offense is really good but you're relying on a guy who's hurt every single week yeah that's true and he's fat <laughs> I don't care if he's fat I just want to know if he can throw alright alright AFC South uh yeah AFC South let's do it dude we got Titans were eleven and five Colts were eleven and five Texans four and twelve Jaguars one and fifteen so I think the Jaguars will win three games only three yes I think the Titans will probably be ten around that ten and seven eleven and six twelve and fifteen. So weird to say that extra game really fucks. Twelve and fifteen because it's seventeen games. Yeah, why are you saying twelve and fifteen? That's twenty. Oh, twelve and five. Twelve and five. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it's just poopy stink. They stink. Texans, obviously, they're going to be ass. They don't have Deshaun. Look, their whole situation is kind of a mess. Their offense is not good. Their defense is bad. Yeah, Texans have Brandon Cooks as their receiver. They don't have Will Fuller anymore. Nope. Deshaun Watson's probably not going to play. Nope, definitely not going to play. So you have Tyrod Taylor throwing to no one. Yep. I I mean, you you lost J.J. Watt as any kind of defense, so I mean, like... I mean, their defense wasn't great as is. Right. Yeah, I think they're, they're gonna be they're gonna be one of the worst teams in football. Same with Jacksonville. I think they're gonna be one of the worst teams in football. I think the Colts uh, could be good, um, but it all depends on their quarterback situation. Plus, their wide receiver core is shaky. They don't really have great wide receivers. I like um, Jonathan Taylor though; he's good. Yeah. And their line is good. Obviously, Quentin Nelson's coming Better back. Better or worse than eleven and five? Worse. Worse than eleven and five for the Colts? Yes. I don't think that's realistic. I think the Titans run away with this division. I really do. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty easy for the Titans. I mean, unless Derrick Henry goes down, which I don't know how many. I don't know how many years he has left of how he runs. Never been hurt before, dude. But holy, totally fine. Just this man. Wind him up watching. Plus, they've done really good things with Tannehill. Their lines pretty. Their lines decent. They've got guys like um, Brown and Julio Jones and. It's not. It's a pretty good team. I know. I know. I know. They're gonna look. They're gonna look good with Julio Jones. Maybe even if he's just pulling guys off number one. I'm just saying. Like, there's no reason that they can't. The thing with them is they can do so much in the play action with Tannehill when they always do that because they just obviously Henry's probably gonna go for about a hundred a game, and then they just use the play action to get good, nice seam routes and things like that. So yeah. I mean, they're solid. I, I don't see really any big holes for them. I think they walk away with that division. I mean, that's the easiest division to pick. What if Carson? But what if Carson Wentz, you know, actually puts together? He's a whole already season. been hurt and has missed most of training camp. Now he has COVID. Then the other quarterback is hurt. I just don't, uh, dude. I've been there with this guy. Okay, I know how this is gonna go. Can he? I guess can he play a whole season? He's couldn't have looked worse last season. The things that he's supposed to be good at, throwing out of the pocket, throwing on the run, All right, well, can't I'm, do it. I'm throwing a flag. I'm throwing a flag because you're defending Jalen Hurts for the same thing that you're you're blaming Carson Wentz. When was Jalen Hurts hurt? No, but if Carson Wentz is playing in the same games that Jalen Hurts Jaylen is playing with no line and no wide receivers, 
How Sig- can you blame it on Carson Wentz? Significantly better than Wentz. He threw 53%. How and, can you say he's better? And he played over Wentz. So how bad was Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz was hurt. Terrible also. I don't know. I think Carson Wentz can do a little bit more on the Colts now that he has an actual O-line in front of cool, him. Cool, but he has to play a game first. It's true. He's got to get in. He's, he's got to be able to play. That's all I'm saying. And now there's an extra game. And it would behoove my team if he plays. I know. Because if he plays 70% of the snaps, we get a first-round pick. And if he doesn't, we get a second-round pick. I can't wait for the out for season for Carson Wentz. <laughs> Just likes fucking us all over the field. All right, AFC East, West, West. Okay. Yeah, we'll go West first. Same same order as as last week. So AFC West. This may be yep. an easy decision. I think it's easy. <laughs> it may be an easy decision. Well, maybe. That's maybe. what I'm saying. It may be because all you need is one person to go down for the Chiefs. Uh, I don't think they're that fragile. Who the hell's gonna? Uh, who who's uh, Mahomes' backup? Chad Henney. How dare you? Chad Henney. Not in this house. You'll disparage him. Chad Henney. Not in this household. Chad Henney. Yeah, dude. If Patrick Mahomes goes down, Chad Henney's gonna be slinging it how, to Travis Kelsey. How dare you want a playoff game? <laughs> he won a playoff game. I don't. I, look, he did. against the Browns. He did. I'm not going to take it respect. away. I'm not going to take it away. But, like, he's not going to do that for a whole season. Andy loves him. Nick Foles won, won a Super Bowl. He loves him. No, I mean, I think the Chiefs is the easiest team to talk about. I only think they'll be better. Uh, how many games did they win last year? 15? 14. 14, thank you. I think they're... I don't think they're going to win 14 games. I think that's crazy. I think they'll I win... Think 14 three is I right. think 14-3 is I think 11 to 14. I don't think you win above 14. You you know, I think really. four. I think fourteen. Uh, until we see kind of because with, well, I that, think the, with Chargers, the extra game, I think the Chargers are going to be much better. So the Chargers Herbert's went real, seven and nine. Yeah, but the Char- but Herbert looked real good. They put together good things with the line. They have Eckler back. They have Bosa back. Yep. I believe he was out for exactly. a little bit. I like that team a lot. I think they're sneaky. Well, <laughs> so the Chargers were seven and nine, and the big thing with the Chargers is. And and why Anthony Lynn got fired? Defense is because well yeah their defense wasn't great but they were losing the close games. Yep, hundred percent. So they had a lot of close games where they were losing by like it was like one touchdown. Yeah, field goal. Right. So like if they flipped all those games, they would have had like twelve wins or something crazy like That's that. That's a team so, that I can see win ten games, and I wouldn't be shocked about it at all. You know what I'm saying? I know. Raiders, I think they're an absolute disaster. I think. I think Gruden might get fired this year. And yeah, I know they got he's him for ten years. I know he's got ten years, but he, he I just don't think I think it's so bad. I just don't know what they've improved. <laughs> I truly just Nothing. don't know. They're what not they gonna be players. I like guys like Ruggs. I mean, sure, but I like Jacobs, but like Derek Carr is still Derek Carr. Their offensive line is just okay. Their defense is kind of when you uh, when, when there's a report coming out that says Gruden contacted the Bears to try and get Khalil Mack back, yeah, like what is he doing? Why'd you trade him away then? And Amari Cooper, yeah, like did you realize? Oh shit, this was a mistake. But I want to keep all the players that I used with those draft picks and still get the star players back. This will work. It's just it's crazy. 
crazy to me. I, I'm with you. I think the Raiders like. I think they're going to be real bad. I don't think they're going to be real bad. I see them being like six and eleven. I definitely see him being like <laughs> that's pretty bad. But that's not like I see him being one of the ten worst teams. But I don't see him being the worst team. The worst well, that will be the Jacksonville Jaguars. No, I don't think so. Who do you think is going to be the worst team? The worst team I think is going to be the Texans. In the AFC or all of football? All of football. Oh, Brian! All of football. I think the Texans is going to. Oh, uh, you might be right. And then I mean I think it's it's in the one of the AFC teams. It's either going to be it's going to be Jacksonville or it's going to be the Texans. Oh, and then maybe and this is not being me mean. Lions. I mean Lions are going to be bad. I mean I I don't see what much improvement from the Jets either. They just Jets switched, will be awful. They just switched out white quarterbacks. <laughs> I mean like. Hey, let's get rid of Sam Darnold, who looks like this new kid that we're bringing in, who's going to be better. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know know about that. Either way, let's let's talk about the Broncos. Broncos, I think they're going to be better. They were 5-11. I really like their defense. I just don't trust their quarterback. Teddy Two Gloves? I know, he doesn't really do it for me. I mean, I know that. But he's better than Drew Locke. It's true. And they have pretty good offensive weapons. But who's their running back? I mean, Melvin Melvin Gordon played fine. He played fine, but when you have when you have a game, they want to run the football. They have a couple running backs. Right, but uh, to me, when you have a game manager quarterback, which is what Teddy Bridgewater is, you can't you can't rely on him to sling the ball to well, all of your high powered wide receivers. They had Javante Williams. Like they have guys that can play. I. I just don't think that you can get by that much. I think you need a stronger running game to accommodate for your lack of a superstar quarterback. I will agree. I will say that I don't like their offensive line a ton, but I think their defense is going to be good enough to keep them in a lot of tough games. And I like, I like, like, um, oh shit! I just totally blanked out his name. Um, Oh, yeah. Jerry Judy, thank you. Yeah. Gordon Sutton, Judy, I like I like Gordon Sutton. Sutton. I like Jerry Judy. <clears throat> I mean, those, those, are, those are two good. Deshaun Hampton's not terrible. Uh, yeah, they got wide receivers. But, again, they have Tyrod Taylor. Or not Tyrod Taylor. They have Teddy Bridgewater passing him football. I just want Teddy to do so good. After just know. the whole Minnesota thing, I just want him. I think he. He's a. He's a. A good quarterback. I think the Broncos have a super good roster. I really like their roster. And they're just missing the most important piece. And maybe he can do it. I just I want to believe. I think they win ten games. But I look I look at the Broncos like I look at the Titans of like you have this game manager quarterback. Granted the Titans don't have I don't think the Titans have as strong of a defense that the Broncos do. That's true. That's probably true. They have the strong running back. Granted, they probably have the best running back in the game. I'm not saying you need that, but you need stronger than Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon can't play a full season. I mean, that's been proven to be true. So Um, it's just, I I think you just need more of a running game because it's not going to be as much of a threat. And if you can say, all right, no one on their team is going to be able to rush for 100 yards per game throughout the season, we'll just sit back and we'll make Teddy Bridgewater slice and dice us, which he's not going to, you know? 
I think they're going to run the ball better than you think they are, and I think that's where Teddy will shine because he won't have to go out there and win football games. That's what I think. But, all right, pick the division winner. Is uh, Do you think the Broncos are going to be better or worse than 5-11? Oh, I said they'll win 10 games. Oh, 10 games. Jeez, you're out of your mind. You don't think they'll win 10 games? No. Do you want to put money on it right now? I'll put I money guess. on it. That they you, will not win I 10 games. I bet you $20 they win 10 games. Deal. All right, done. 10 games. Easy <laughs> money. Out of here. Easy money. Division winner. Chiefs. You're, you're going Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes and sweet, beautiful Andy Reid. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Andy Reid. I think it would be just like... If you well, say I any think, other team other than the Chiefs, you're I think just it would just be trying like to be denial. Yeah, 100%. Uh, if I say someone other than the Chiefs. I want the Chargers to win. I think the Chargers have are the next best in that division and the biggest threat. Yeah, but I would agree with that. It, I mean, the Chiefs went back-to-back Super Bowls, but you can't deny that. Sure, I think they're going to go again. All right. East. East. AFC East. Boy, this division. We got Bills at 13-3. and three. Yep. Dolphins 10-6. and six. Yep. Patriots 7-9. and nine. Yep. Jets 2-14. and 14. I think the Jets will win two games. No, three games. I think they'll be one game better because they are bad. I know. Boy, did they get any wide receivers? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) No. That was their biggest problem. That was their biggest problem. Sam Darnold didn't have anyone to throw to. He had Rashad Perriman to throw to. Hey. Who literally just got cut by the Lions. What does that say? If you're getting cut by the Lions, you don't have a place in football. <laughs> Dude, I understand. They have Jameson Crowder, they have Corey Davis, and that's it, dude. I mean, that's it. It. I mean, fucking Tevin Coleman is their running back. What? That's nuts. They're setting up their, it was Zach Smith, whatever his name is. Zach Wilson. BYU's finest. Yeah, Zach, Zach Wilson. They're setting him up to fail, just like Sam Darnold. Hey, we got a nice, shiny new quarterback. What are we going to do for him? Nothing. It's just, I don't know, dude. It's real bad. It's not good. Jets are going to be right there with the Texans. They're the worst team in the league. Easily. 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 All right, Patriots. Bounce back season, I think they... I think they're going to be... I think with their... Defensive players coming back. I think with the schemes of the money that they spent, well, they can scheme much better with the money that they spent on the players. John Smith, Hunter Henry, guys like Jalen Mills. They have, uh, oh, God, how do you say his name? It's like Andre Stevenson, LaHandre Stevenson, one of their running backs. Okay. Hold on, let me look it up because I'm going to butcher his name. I mean... The Patriots were seven and nine last Ramondre year. Ramondre Stevenson, really great offseason. I think he'll be. I think he'll probably be good. I see them being. I think ten wins and going to the playoffs. I see him being right around eight. eight no nine. Way. Not gonna happen. I think they're gonna be right about the same thing because I think you're, it's a rookie quarterback. I it's Bill like, Belichick. They're ready for it. I understand it's Bill Belichick, but it's still a rookie quarterback. He's still gonna ben have growing pains. I understand, but he's gonna have to wait until next year. Nope. I think I think they're going to the playoffs this year. 
I think they're going to win 10 games and they're going to the playoffs. I, I, again, Call I'm me crazy. Told, you're crazy because it's a rookie quarterback. I get it. It's Bill Belichick, but I still don't know can who, still who is he throwing anybody, to. Can still out-scheme anybody in the game. Who I think is they're going to pound the run. Who is Mike Jones throwing to? I think they Nikhil are Nikhil Harry, to. who already said he wants out because all, he's not getting the ball. Nikhil Harry's. Julian Edelman, who was their leading receiver, um, he retired. Um, yeah, he retired. Oh, and also Nikhil Harry is on IR, just so you know. Okay, so... Nelson Aguilar. Okay, so you have Nelson Aguilar. Jacoby Myers. Who drops passes Trey Nixon. all the time. Again, you have a rookie quarterback throwing to these people. It's not going to get it done. So Nelson's definitely the best wide receiver in that room. Yeah, it's he just, had a good season last year with the Raiders. It's just not going to get it done. It's not. I'm just saying, dude, there's worse people. Dolphins. Hmm. I think, six last I think they're going to be good. I don't like their running backs, though. I think their running back situation is kind of ass. I think because I'm pretty sure it's... Isn't it like Malcolm Brown? Let me look it up. No, it's... Uh, uh, Gaskin? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah, right. He, he was pretty good last yep, year. Yep, he was he pretty hurt. good until he got hurt. For sure. I think I think if Tua takes a nice step, that's going to be a really fun team. I really do. That's going to be key. Yeah. Is two with taking that step up because yep. if he doesn't show any kind of like upward tick in production, yeah, they're going to be looking for another quarterback. Because well, they have, I like that they have Fuller. I like Will Fuller. I like having Devontae Parker. They have Jalen Waddle. Like their wide receivers are pretty fucking good. They have um, uh, Giuseppe. I think that's how you say his name. Um, the tight end. Yeah, they I mean, have a lot. They, they have a good team. They do dude. have. A, they do have a good team. It's it's gonna come down to how well Tua plays. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep, definitely. I think I think if Tua doesn't have like a good season, right. a good first half of the season, they're the Dolphins are gonna be in the trade market for a quarterback. Look, at you think they would give up on Tua that quickly, huh? They're in win now, right now. Yeah, right it's now. true. I get it. They That's get, why they, they always. Win. Whenever you hear the Deshaun Watson thing, it's Dolphins. But we don't. That guy might not even play next year. Right. He's got like twenty five charges. Kind of a I'm counting Deshaun Watson out until I hear otherwise. For sure. You know, I, I, I still think I think you're right. I think if they have two, if Tua takes a step, playoff team, I think they win eleven games. Because <clears throat> yeah, they won ten last year. And yep. Granted, that was Fitz Magic who played most of them. Fitzy babes. But I I need to see something from Tua. Yeah. And I think that they'll be in the market to trade for. Maybe it is like a good backup that that they'll want to play ahead. Could Who be Foles. Could be Fitzmagic. Who knows? <laughs> Doubt it. <laughs> that would be insanity. But um, I'm with you. Okay, and then the Bills. I think they're the winner. Easily. I I I don't see anyone beating beating the Bills nope. for the division. The Dolphins, I think, have the best chance to. But I mean, Josh Allen. Really played out of his mind last year. He amazing. I think they only got better. I would agree. I would agree. I think that with Allen, they have Diggs. They have Emmanuel Sanders in the mix now. They have Cole Beasley still. You know, I think. I think that alone, like just adding guy, adding a guy like Emmanuel Sanders, who's kind of been there, done that around the league, is another veteran. 
is is huge, is huge, is huge. Yeah. I, I just don't, I don't see, if Allen is better, then he's better. I mean, and even, let's say he gets hurt, you still have Trubisky who can step in and win you a game. Yeah. Like Singletary, Matt Breda, guys like that, like, I, I they're getting away from that run-heavy scheme that they do. Like, just because Allen's been so good. I just don't see. There's just not a lot of bad players in that team. There's really not. Their defense. I mean, is the good. Bills are they're a Super Bowl contending team. Hundred percent. So they're they're a tier below, I think, the Chiefs and um, the Buccaneers. I think they're right. I, I, I think, think if they're if they're, if they're one if Chiefs and Bucks are one A, they're one B. Yeah. I think they're easily the best team in that division. Because they have the best quarterback and the best roster. Yeah, so, unfortunately as I look uh, at our division winners, we have the exact same ones for every single one. But, in fairness, we're looking at, like, four teams that are four of the best teams. Yeah, I mean, they're four of the best teams. Browns, Titans, Chiefs, Bills. All made the playoffs. And, I mean... Yeah, so, unfortunately... Do I think it's actually going to play out like this? No, of course not. There will always be a wrinkle. Yeah, because, I, I mean, but three I just think, out of the four division winners would be repeats. I mean, but if we look at it on paper and we can only have, we, that's all we can do until they start playing games is just look at the cuts they made, look at the improvements they made. I mean, that's... That's I'm, that's who's that's who I think is gonna be it. All right, so here's here might be the different the differentiator. Yes. Out of these four, who's the Super Bowl team? Who's making it to the Super Bowl? Browns, Titans, Chiefs, Bills. I'm I going, think Bills. I'm going to say. You want to say the Bills too? I kind of want to say the Bills. The only reason I don't want to say the Chiefs because I know that on paper they're the best out of those four, but making three Super Bowls in a row crazy is so hard. That would be crazy. That and would be just, only, the last team to do it would be the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to say the Chiefs. You know what? Say the Chiefs. No, I'm going to say the Titans. Whoa. Because I think I think with the addition of Julio Jones, that gives but Julio. Oh, I think that puts enough pressure away from um, Brown, where Ryan Tannehill really can choose between one or two with a run play action. I think that's going to be really yeah. unpredictable. Sure. I think it's predictable in the fact that. They're going to pass to this guy, they're going to pass to this guy, or they're going to hand it off. So it's, let's cover those three options, but you don't know which one's going to which one's gonna happen. I can see it. So I'm going with the Titans. All right, dude. Are you going with the Bills? I'm going to go with the Bills. Okay. So I, Sorry, I mean, I'm gonna Sorry speak, Andy Reid. Sorry. I'm going to speak for Tharp and say the Raiders. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's a fucking asshole. Yeah, because I, I I don't know. Yeah, his his NFC guy. predictions were, were he, crazy. I don't, don't even go over him because it's just gonna make me mad. But again, like you know, he can do whatever he wants. He can pick whoever he wants, and he's just gonna be wrong. 
Or he's going to be right and we're going to look stupid at the There's end of no the year reason. when we're, we're doing our Super we'll Bowl We'll ask him on the next episode who's your Super Bowl participant from the AFC and he's going to be like... He's going to say Ben Simmons. <laughs> he's going to say... Wait, wait. NFL? No, no, no. Since, we need to talk NBA. Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> Stop. Dude. Joe Burrow looks so good. Joe Burrow, dude. He's great. <laughs> he's amazing. So that's all of our NFL predictions. We did that back to back, so now we're gonna have to let the season play out. Let it shower over you. And just like football this week, <laughs> weekend. No, not this weekend. I'm pretty sure. No, I thought it was next weekend. Wait, let me look. Look at look college. At I know college starts. College has already started. Yeah. Well, co- yeah. I'm sorry. College has already started. The stupid week zero was last weekend. Yes, it was. <laughs> Shout out to Illinois for winning me money. Bet Illinois. I took under fifty-three. Oh. I'm picking like I don't know. I don't That's know. what I'm saying. That's okay. all. Okay. Because because uh, Nebraska missed a field goal at the last second. It's great. Oh, that's nice. Scott Frost is terrible. Well, yeah, he can't win it. It's September 9th. On September 9th. That's next week. Ah, you're right. Fuck. That's next Thursday. Yep. How dare they start football on a Thursday? It's Bucks. It's Bucks Cowboys. That's not terrible. That's a good matchup if Dak is playing. But it's also Thursday night. Get fucked, NFL. I want you it to need be, to start on a Sunday. What I, are you exactly doing? That's what I'm saying. It needs to either be Monday night football, or it needs to start on a goddamn. Sunday. No, it needs to be Sunday. Yeah. The Super Bowl's on a Sunday. You need to start the next season on a Sunday. You not on your stupid NFL Network Thursday, Thursday game. Thursday? Hey, Thursday. <laughs> it's Thursday Night Football. Thursday Night Football doesn't even have a fucking song, Brian. You gotta start with that just Carrie Underwood Sunday night, or that's Monday Night Football. Yeah, baby. And then that's Monday how you kick night. the season off. Monday Night's got a fucking song. Sunday night game has got a goddamn song. You know what doesn't have a song? Thursday. Yeah. Cause Thursday Thursday. <laughs> Thursday, those are the ones that they're like, oh, Amazon Prime is yeah. gonna be. We're streaming also we're streaming Prime. it live on YouTube and Prime and get fucked. <laughs> they're doing another wild card it's the weekend color, on it's Nickelodeon. The, <laughs> <laughs> they are doing yeah. that. Yeah. That's actually sweet. The slime graphics whenever field goals would get hit is pretty fucking cool. I could do Don't without bash it. Nickelodeon. I could do without it. it Don't bash it. It doesn't add anything to You know me. what's better than the Nickelodeon game? What? Not the Thursday night game. The Thursday night games <laughs> fucking suck. They're terrible. No, fuck Thursday night. I. They're going to do some stupid color rush jersey, too. Ugh. To start the season? I don't know, but they always do that stupid shit on Thursday. Remember they better the, not do it to start the season. Because those those are always just ugly. Yeah, they're terrible. They're always just ugly. There was The Rams is this just disgusting it's, it's, mustard. I don't like it. The Buccaneers is poop brown. They're bad. They're bad. They're always bad. The whole game is bad. Everyone, No one likes the game. Get rid of it. <laughs> it's just a money grab. Well, yeah, it's to help. It's you. almost too much football. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, you because you have to watch college on Saturday. You have to watch all the Sunday games. You have to watch some Monday night game. You got Thursday night NFL football. You got Friday night MAC games. You yep. got Saturday uh, college football. Yep. Then you got Sunday pro football, and then you got Monday football. Yeah. 
It's like, come on. It's a lot of football. And I'm not necessarily saying that I don't love football. I love football. But the Thursday night game, you can go. It's because it's bad. Produce a better product. All right. It is just good. Let's end this. Okay. That was it. Again, uh, we're going to be streaming these on YouTube. Um, as soon as we can get all three of us here, we're going to be streaming uh, Wednesdays at probably around this time. Uh, we'll figure out a more exact time. But just, you know, maybe you just kind of subscribe and, and like all of our videos and stuff and keep up to date. So then you can just know when we're going on YouTube. Boom. And, and like you and can subscribe. watch us. Hey, and you can like see, you know, I wore a better t-shirt. Tharp wouldn't be ragging on me for wearing the t-shirt selection t-shirt. is significantly better <laughs> than your postmodern art, weird, <laughs> southwest desert thing but okay thank you for listening uh we will be back next week uh and we are out later